When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome. Hope everyone's having a great week. Another beautiful day in the New York City area. We hope the same for you. Uh, again, so much going on out there in the world. But as we say say in the sustainable success uh, area, that these are good, great times to really be resetting yourself, revamping whatever you're doing, and looking for the opportunities disguised in these challenging times. Again, there's always an opportunity and we hope that, that all of you have taken some of the advice that we've shared here over, uh, you know, since this pandemic has started and some of the things that you can be doing. And, of course, many of our great guests that have shared their words of wisdom to provide you a blueprint on things that you can be doing to improve the quality of your business and impact on others as well as your personal life. And uh, for those that are new to the show and just joining us for the first time, you probably found us here again at Voice American Influencers Channel but you can also access all of our past shows with many of our great guests on our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. Come visit us and like, and you can find many of the great shows we've had in the past. And also uh, on iTunes or Spotify. Feel free to visit us there as well and leave a comment. And our show today is usually brought to you by a sponsor other than myself, but today I'm actually going to be the sponsor for the first time in many moons here. <laughs> Any event, we just want to let you know, everyone know that um, my business, uh, ChristopherSalem.com, you know, is involved in executive coaching, corporate training, and also professional speaking. And some of the things that right now that been, that have been going on in the business world, many people are looking to re, you know revamp where they are, pivot where they are, looking to adapt to find new ways to be more efficient and productive. These are the areas that we can help you in with executive coaching in terms of shifting from a fixed to a growth mindset, finding structure in your day-to-day to build your success foundation, building a uh, con- conducting a value statement to correlate with your business plan or pivot with your business plan and perhaps learning how to value your business. How much is your business worth? Do you have an exit strategy? All these types of things that many small businesses never really consider. But yet these are things that if you need uh, help in these particular areas, you can reach out to us at www.christophersalem.com. That's www.christophersalem.com. Well, we're going to have a great show today, and this is an area that is dear to my heart personally as as a speaker, and you're going to be listening to someone that really knows this area real well, and you're going to get a lot of value. Her name is Aurelia Moore, and before I introduce you, I'm going to just mention again, we're going to be talking about make 150 k in your first year of public speaking and beyond. I want you to think about that. Many of you that listen are speakers, whether if you're doing it full-time in conjunction with coaching and training, or you use public speaking in some aspect of your day-to-day business. This is going to be a show for you, or definitely share this with someone that you really care about that is a speaker or aspiring to be a speaker, because this is one episode that you are going to want to hear. So before I introduce Orly, let me give you a little background about her. She is a professional speaker and a fantastic networker, 
and she has helped public speakers create their business model for public speaking. Her gift is to show them how to monetize their craft by taking it seriously and having what she calls business in a box for public speakers, thereby teaching them how to fish. Orly dedicated her life to impacting the lives of 200,000, actually 200, I think it's 200 million people by the uh, April of 2025. That is a goal by helping them to realize their own mission-based goals and dreams. Her extensive experience as a certified behavioral analyst has made her indispensable as a coach to many influential corporate leaders. Orly speaks three three languages fluently and has earned her MBA and law degree. Despite the impressive education and success as a businesswoman, Orly remains remarkably humble, authentic, and very engaging as a speaker, and I can say, attest knowing her as a person. And without further ado, we welcome Orly Moore to the show. Orly, how you doing? I am fantastic. Thank you for that. <laughs> you Absolutely. seem by the number of 200 million, so I'm still <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe I read it wrong. Maybe 200,000. It looked like. (laughs) I would say, you got a daunting task there. (laughs) You got a daunting task there. (laughs) I must have read it wrong. We passed the 100 million mark. (laughs) But I mean, that, that is incredible. I mean, just even in that amount of people is remarkable. I mean, because, you know, you think about speaking, speaking is something that everybody on some level does in their day to day, whether if they work in a nonprofit, if they work in a business, whether if they own their business or work for someone, you know, public speaking is such an important aspect to anyone's career. So I wanted to just, before we start in getting into some of the things that you do to help speakers really craft Mm -hmm. their, you know, their, you know, their message and how they can really build a business from this. Talk a little bit about, you know, what, you know, public speaking, you know, is to you and what got you into public speaking several years ago? So I've been speaking full time for 23 years. And, um, and, and for me in the beginning, it was because I was in property management. So I've been speaking all over Canada and the United States on property management. And one of my, one of my girlfriends asked me to, um, to speak at a women's shelter and at that point, I decided that I do not want to speak at this woman's shelter because I didn't know what she wanted me to speak about. And after she called me every single day for three weeks, I, told, I asked her, why me? There's other people that speak about this. She goes, no, I want you to come and tell your story. I said, well, that's not going to happen. So she continued to be persistent. And I said, okay, what do I have to get you off my phone? She said, you have to say yes. So, <laughs> finally, I relented, and I spoke at this women's shelter. There were about 170 people there, including the staff and the audience. And and afterwards, something very interesting happened to me, where this woman came up to me, and she showed me a piece of paper where she wanted to end her life that day, but she didn't even know why how, why she even came to the shelter. And after hearing me speak, she wa- she decided to live and just wanted me to tell her how. And that was a really pivotal moment for me because I never thought of myself as a motivational speaker. I never thought of myself even sharing my story. So it was a a very important part of my journey into speaking. And really that was the impact that I was looking for, something that was, you know, in property management I never felt fulfilled. 
But this was like, wow, I just saved somebody's life. Wow, I want to I want to repeat that feeling for the rest of my life, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, for, I mean, it sounds like, you know, that experience you had, it was it was like you said something that was compelling to, well, not only this woman, but I'm sure everyone else in that room that day. Yeah. And in that case, that she felt like you were talking directly to her, you know, and yeah. that you related to her and understood her, even though she didn't even know you personally and you didn't know her personally. The fact that she right. came up and approached you after the fact that. That's what, I mean, just amazing. I, I, I know that feeling and it, it, there's nothing it's, I call it priceless. I mean, that's what I like it to is. put the label on. <laughs> no, and go let ahead. Me Sorry. Share my go ahead. story with you in like 18 seconds, really, because, you know, um, as you know, we all have a story. I think that we all have a story to tell no matter what it is. And I don't think it's a competition of stories. I just feel that Somebody needs to hear our story, and who don't who knows who's going to be impacted by it. But we need to share it. And I was uh, I was a beaten up child. I was molested four times before the age of fourteen. I was raped three times before the age of twenty two. I was gang raped twice, nine, nine months apart, left for dead. I was married to a very abusive husband, both mentally and physically. And as a result of all that, I gained a morbid amount of weight. And um, I was 428 pounds at my heaviest, and I had four abortions. Now, having said all that, I also finished school on my own with no debt. I lost 200 and some pounds. I, You know, like, there's there's been also a pivotal moment where I also took care of me. and But I do share that story because I say... You know what? No matter what you've been through, no matter where you are in your life, too, um, share your story. Become a mentor. Become a public speaker, a coach, whatever it is, because the life you saved may never be able to thank you. And and that's why my mission is so big, why I want to impact 200 million people. Yeah, I mean, that is just unbelievable. I mean, and I've heard your story before, and, you know, you share that quite a bit, I've, you know, even at your own events that you put on. And, mm-hmm. and it's that, it's that being authentic and that transparency that truly really resonates with people because they may not had the same experience, but yet they can relate to it, to what they went through. And they, so they're like, so mm-hmm. there's something, there's a connection. So talk about, you know, from your perspective, you know, the importance of values as a speaker, in this case, you know, even your experience or people, you know, people you've coached in this particular area, the importance of values as a speaker and how that can play an important role connecting with people in the audience. Well, connection is a big deal here. So connection is one of the values that we all, I think, hold and need to hold, um, except that there's also... You know, I always say, tell people there's three things we can't teach speakers. Only three. I mean, and there is a fourth one, but I created it this year kind of a thing. But <laughs> three things <laughs> that we can't teach speakers. Personality, charisma, and authenticity. You either have it or you don't. Mm. The fourth one is integrity. And unfortunately, authenticity and integrity are sometimes told but not done, meaning some people talk about I am authentic, but they don't really show up authentically. Mm. And some people say, oh, I have high integrity, but they don't show up with integrity. They promise things that they don't deliver. They talk about stuff and they, 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 they behave differently. So 
that's really something that speakers need to start doing. It's missing yeah. and lacking in this industry. As you know, uh, uh, Chris, I, I, I came out with a book called Public Speakers, You're Not All That, 12, <laughs> 12 Reasons Why Event Planners Won't Hire You. And that's co- a couple of the reasons is because 48% of speakers don't even follow up with event planners, but then they cry why they're not getting paid. Mm. So it's really uh, uh, the values that we need to hold dear should be in everything in our life, no matter what we're doing, whether we are with friends, family, our business, our coaching, our speaking, everything, because the way a person does one thing is the way they do everything, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. I'm always a firm believer that, you know, a lot of times people, you know, if they say something and don't do it, they feel like if if they're if they do it, they make themselves vulnerable or they look weak. And it's like, you know, and I I've, I raised my hand because I used to be one of those people back in the day. And when mm-hmm. I learned how to really come full circle and be transparent and just, you know, what you see is what you get. And, and, and detaching, you know, what people thought or j- judged, it was so freeing. And, it, and as a speaker, it just allowed me to just speak just freely. Like I, I spoke from the heart. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to like, you know, oh, I got to yep. say this and I got to say that. So, mm-hmm. you know, talk a little bit about that. Like how, why, and you know, matter, even if, it, if you're an inspirational speaker, motivation, or if you're, you know, you're, you're a business speaker, or, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Talk about like again that 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 important you know trait and how that can really really make a difference. It's exactly that. Be you. Be you on stage. Be you everywhere you go. Just be you. The thing is that people are copying each other in this industry because they feel that somebody else has a better message or have a better angle. They can be themselves and just tell their story. Not only that, nobody can tell your story like you can. It's your story. It didn't happen to somebody else. It happened to you. So just tell your story. And I always, you know, like, speeches are built that way. Tell a story, make a point. If you learn something through your story, tell the story and make the point. Show people what you've learned. That's how they're learning. They're learning through your mistakes. They're learning through the lessons that you've learned. You might have learned 10 million lessons from just one of your stories. Of course, you're mm-hmm. not going to share all of them in one speech, but you can share your own lessons. So why do we need to just take from everybody else? That's another thing that is really, you know, I mean, everybody calls it plagiarism, but who's going to really go sue anybody? It's not yeah. really even necessary, you know? So, but, but we, are, we have been in this industry for so long that we know who's who, what they're doing, who they're taking from, what they're actually talking about, and now event planners have caught on to And so I just feel that speakers want to be something that they're not, and they should just get back to themselves. Being a speaker is, is, is more about the business side of things, positioning yourself, than it is about what you're saying. It's Mm -hmm. how you say it. I I agree a hundred percent with you, you know, know, because when you tell a story, you know, it doesn't even matter if it's directly related. I mean, you could be talking to a a group of, business managers or leaders or and yet still tell a personal story because on some level there's something in that story it may not even be business related but yet it could be something they can relate to that it, that's affecting them in their business 
you know, again, yep. you know, sometimes it takes, uh, you know, something personal sometimes to even draw that, you know, to have somebody go, aha, wow, I can see that what, what's going on in my situation, not in my personal life, but my work. Whoa. You know, it, it's so true because because people can relate to that. They can relate because, right. I mean, everyone's got a personal side and, and no matter whatever the circumstance, they're going to be able to relate to it in, in their own way. Um, and I think that's so important. So, so important. And there's something funny that I ask my clients quite often is like, would you speak at a toilet paper convention? And toilet some paper. people are like, just- <laughs> toilet paper was a hot commodity for a while. <laughs> well, I know, right? But I, but I've been talking about that for years. It's like we just speak at a toilet paper convention, and people just stay there and get puzzled by the question. And I say, well, yeah, you should say yes. Why? Because there's people there, you know. And the funny, and and, and you can't make this shit up. I I spoke at a toilet paper convention. It's a true story. You can't make it up. And, you know, I don't know how many plies of tissues and machinery did I learn about during the whole time that I was there, but I was one of the speakers and I didn't speak. And I'm, I, I talk about sales. I mean, I talk about actually profiling, how to, how to close the deal 98% of the time through profiling. So I was brought in to speak about that to the salespeople. Yes, there's salespeople in toilet paper. (laughs) When people ask me, are you kidding? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not actually, no, I'm not kidding. There's people for every kind of industry. And so another thing that is a myth in this industry, and I know we got to, you know, you you got a little break, but yeah, I want to get into the, 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 what your format in the second, but keep going. Sorry. We still got a minute and a half. Okay. So great. So I, I'm going to finish with that is that there's a myth out there that you have to have a niche or an audience base that you need to go after. And that I would like everybody to stop thinking that this is old school. Ten years ago. Yes, that's what it was. And I know a lot of people are teaching this out there, but that is wrong. Now it's every single conference you can be speaking at. And we'll mm-hmm. talk about statistics if you want. But I am. I am adamant about telling people to stop thinking that there's a niche in anything anymore. It's yeah. really that every single category is missing, uh, of conferences are missing variety and diversity, and that's where every one of us comes in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, I think like what you're going back to what you said earlier, they're looking for real, relatable content. And that's, again, people are people, right? So that's what people yep. are going to relate to, and it's so important. So I'm looking forward to asking you some questions, and when we come back there to break about really how to really shift and really step up uh, as a speaker in your business, or even if doing it part time, and how this can really drastically improve your business. Again, you're listening to Orly Amor. Again, we're talking about make 150k in your first year of public speaking and beyond. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. 
Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back. Uh, we're here again with Orlia Moore again. Make 150K in your first year of public speaking and beyond. And again, if you're just joining us, you can listen to the first segment and this entire show later today on demand here at the Voice America Influencers channel. Also, you can find it on iTunes, Spotify, and our Facebook page, Sustainable Success 2017. So, you know, there, you know, early. There's a lot of speakers out there, right? There are professional speakers. There's, you know, speakers that you know are, you know, maybe you know, go through Toastmasters and they're using speaking to maybe launch a full-time speaking career. Then there's speakers that speak here and there, and some are getting paid, and and I would say many are not. But let's talk about why not. Why are they not getting paid, and what can speakers do so to make sure that they are getting paid? Well, I have a really cute and funny story about this because 10 years ago, and, and I've been traveling around the world speaking. I've been to 26 countries, 18 states. I've always been paid to speak. And so in 2010, in June 2010, so exactly 10 years ago, <laughs> I was in Arlington, Texas, at a a business convention where I was one of the speakers. There were like, I think, 60 speakers there. It was a big convention. And uh, while I was in the break room for speakers, I was just standing there minding my own business, having some tea, and these three speakers came over to me, and one of them says, aren't you Orly Amor? And I said, yeah, do I know you? I'm sorry, I don't remember. <laughs> so one of them says, no, we've never met officially, but I've seen you on the circuit. And I'm like, okay, because I've been more on the corporate circuit, so I didn't know where he actually saw me. Anyway, so we introduced ourselves and just, you know, started networking and talking shop talk, you know. And one, one of them uh, at one point says, listen, I'm just curious. How did you get this gig? I said, I don't know. I called. I told them what I speak about. They paid me, and I'm here. They all looked at me like if I had three heads. You got paid? And I, I felt so bad. I'm like, uh, you, why, you guys didn't? And they're like, no, we got our expenses paid, but we didn't get paid. I said, oh, no, I got paid, and I got my expenses paid. 
So they all said at the same time, well, we want to know how you did that. And jokingly, Chris, you know me by now, but I said jokingly, uh, well, if I tell you, I'm going to have to charge you. But just before I could say <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> just before I could say just kidding, they're like, well, just name your price. And I said, what? In my head, I was freaking out. I was like, what? What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> like in my head, <laughs> what are these people talking about? Wait a minute. What's going on here? But until that moment, Chris, I did not know that speakers did not get paid. I never knew that. I only See, thought that people, I thought everybody got paid. I didn't know. I mean, I've that's amazing because you, you basically, knew. again, that was what you knew. And then, and it, and it is true, you know, in some cases, especially now, like it's some corporate, I don't know, this wasn't a, I, I don't, I think you said it wasn't a corporate event, but I know even now in some corporate events, it, you know, they, some speakers may not get paid you know, dependent upon, unless they're the keynote, obviously, or, but, but yeah, I mean, so there, there is, but there's always money. And this is where, you know, we want you to shed, shed your, your wisdom here for, you know, for the listeners here on, you know, this was your experience, but that knowing that what you can do to make sure that you do get paid. And we love to hear your, your process of, you know, that you could share with the listeners. Right. So, that got me on this journey of curiosity because I'm a very curious person. Like I'll go and dig and find out and ask questions and really be one of those annoying person that asks a hundred million questions. Well, I started contacting my friends who are event planners and started really digging into their psyche and ask them questions like, why are you paying certain people and not paying other people? And with that started this journey of interviewing and I got in, I, I'm a goal setter. So I set myself a goal to interview 4,000 people, event planners, the pay speakers. And everybody was like, are you crazy? How long is this going to take you? Blah, blah, blah. And now it was, it took me almost five years to contact all these people. But when I got to number 3,400 and something, I decided that that's it. I can't take it anymore. They were answering all the questions in the same way. And that's when I decided to come out with the book. So now that I know that it's not because they don't have the money, it's because they don't want to pay you. It's not about not having the budget. It's because you don't know how to talk to them. There's a language behind all this. And I didn't know that I was using it naturally. I didn't know that I had that negotiation skill. I didn't know it because I teach people how to close the deal 98% of the time. Obviously, as a profiler, I know how to talk to people. And so now I just teach it to my clients. It's easier <laughs> because that's the way that people need to, people need to know that there's a language within the industry of public speaking. And then there's, an indus- there's a language in the industry of the business of public speaking. How to speak to an event planner is very important. Mm. Make sense? Makes you total need to sense. Know how yeah. to have that conversation. What if they say we don't we don't pay speakers? What if they say we don't even have the money to pay speakers? What do you say? Most speakers will say, "Oh, okay, click." Right? Well, they've or missed like or, or they just accept. Okay, I'll speak for free. <laughs> you know, and that is the do. biggest mistake. And that is the biggest mistake in this industry. And I, I'm going to be a little bit sarcastic, but I don't want to offend anyone, okay? And please hear my voice. Oh, no, you're, by any means you're I'm, not. This is, this is just reality. And, that, and this is what people, it's not what they want to hear. It's what they need to hear. So that's what's important right, here. Right, but here's what, it, yeah. it, it, for what I'm about to say, not for what I already said. 
So what I'm about to say is a lot of these speakers that are speaking for free are ruining the industry. That's number one. Number two, not only for themselves, but for those who want to get paid. Make sense? Makes sense. The second thing is that most of them give you the excuse that they want to get exposure. And I answer sarcastically to people, if you want exposure, go outside, because the sun will give you plenty of that. You're not going to make money in this business because you have exposure, because you're in front of people. And those who do speak to sell, that's a different market. Speak to sell is when you don't get paid, but you go on a stage and you sell your products or services. And by the way, I don't shy away from it. It's just a very lucrative business. It's awesome. You can make a ton of money, but it's not for everyone. Not yep. everybody is meant to do that type of speak to sell, which is great. I mean, those of you who are good at it, God bless. I'm not. I got paid to speak, so I didn't learn how to speak from, how to sell from the stage. And now that when they pay you, they're thinking, okay, if I'm paying you, I don't want you to sell from the stage because I don't want it to be a selling, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm going to use this yeah, language anyway. A sales pitch. Yeah, like I know what you're a, saying. A, yep. selling, a selling shit fest. That's what they call it, not me, but that's what they're yeah. calling it. So now they're like, okay, no, you can't sell from the stage, but if you want, I can give you a table in the back of the room. And now there's another language that you need to learn as a speaker so you don't get, you don't have to sell from the stage, but you can still get the audience to come and see you afterwards, no matter what. I have a trick for that. But at the end of the day is knowing the language. Again, it's all about language. So people who are wanting to get paid to speak need to learn the language, need to know all the myths that are out there. A lot of people were, were, were coerced, not, I don't really want to say coerced, but they're really misled by, by and, and, and inculcated fear into them by telling them that they need a website or they need a book. All of these are myths, by the way. You don't need a book and you don't need a website, believe it or not. It's still not the thing that you need. Guess what? You need a good LinkedIn profile. Wow, that's, right? That's key. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Wow. I'm glad you pointed that out. Everybody's running to write a book and publish it. Oh, I'm an author. I'm an author. I'm going to make a lot of money. It's not true. A website is a glorified resume, and a book is a glorified business card. It's good to have, but not necessary for the business of public speaking. It's not necessary to make the money. It's not necessary for getting hired. But you do have to have your infrastructure correctly. You have to have your forms correctly. Did you know, Chris, that 98%, sorry, no, 95% of speaker sheets are wrong? 95% of speaker sheets are wrong. You know why? Yeah, I want to, this will be news to me. Yeah, go ahead, please. They're wrong because most people, most speakers, when I say people, it's speakers. When most speakers, what they did is that they went on Google and they looked up speaker sheet or one sheet or whatever people want to call it these days, okay, or, or media sheet, but they don't know the difference. That's in my book, media sheet and speaker sheet are totally different, but they took what they saw on Google images and they looked up and they looked what they liked. And if it looked nice, they just took the color from this one, the setup from that one, the layout from that one, and they put it together for themselves. And they said, oh, I have a great one. It was professionally done. I gave it to somebody on Fiverr. They did it all for me and it looked amazing. So that's the one I'm sending out. 
but they don't understand that there's a real science behind a speaker sheet. That's what I do for my clients. I teach them that science so that they don't just go out there and do whatever the hell they want so that it's just because it looks good. How do you think menus are made for restaurants? Why are they putting certain things in certain places? In a bar, same thing. Everything has a science behind it. So mm. if people don't understand that, they're going to keep on doing mistakes, expecting different results. Guess what happens there, right? Oh, yeah. And, 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 and people who put, and by the way, I have nothing against associations like the National Speakers Association. It's an amazing association. It's awesome. They have different programs for different pro speakers and all that. But I'll give you a tip. When, I'm, when, I, when an event planner today sees the NSA logo on your speaker sheet, they toss it. If an event planner sees Toastmasters logo on your speaker sheet, they toss it. Yep. Why that's is an that? Inter- that's an interesting point you're making, and I'm glad you're so glad you brought that up. Keep going. I didn't, but I wanted to emphasize how important that is. What you're talking about. Because associations are just that. They're associations. They're clubs. You know, Toastmasters is a club. It's great. It's awesome. I love it. I used to be a part of Toastmasters. I love it. It's a lot of fun. It was my social club, if you will. I used to love it. But I'll tell you this. It's just that. It doesn't have any clout, right? What what event planners are calling those people who just belong to those and are making sure that they have the logo, that they, have, that they feel so important to put that logo on their speaker sheet or their one sheet or whatever you want to call it, is that they're wannabes. They call them wannabes. Can you believe yeah. that? And I feel so it, bad for those people. I feel so bad because I'm like, no, they're not wannabes. They've been speaking for 20 years. What are you talking about? But they, that's what they call them because they yeah. haven't... They, there's two reasons why people are in this business, to feed their ego or feed their pocket. And I'm going to tell your audience and anybody that talks to me, stop feeding your ego. Go feed your pocket and do the work because it's Absolutely. Work. That's all real it quick, Orly, Orly, before you get into that real quick, what about, you know, TED, TED Talks? If that could be, could that be grouped into the, into the, you know, the uh, National Speaker the Association, Toastmasters type thing as well? I see yes. so many people yes. that's like... That's all they care about, Ted. I got to be on a TED Talk. I got to be on a TED Talk. I got to be on a TED Talk. Look. Okay. Would that um, be the same thing? My guess, yes. Yes, and, 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 but let me explain. Because, you know, a lot of people say, well, do you have a TED Talk? I'm working on it right now, but that's because it was on my bucket list to do five before I die. Okay, yeah. but here's the thing. It's just for the fun of it to say something like, oh, I was on a TEDx, right? And it's TEDx. It's not really TED. So people need to calm down on that because it's not TED. It's TEDx. So that, there's a hundred million of those. Now, the TEDx is, is nice because it gives, uh, it, gives, um, it gives an opportunity for somebody to showcase their speaking. But if you think about it and think about it very hard, it's not really the way you actually speak because it's controlled. It's mm. 12 to 18 minutes of controlled speaking. It's not the way you actually behave on a stage. You have to be so concise and precise and to the point and, to, and so monitored for 18 minutes that you can't really be yourself and joke around and have fun with the audience. Not as much as you would naturally. 
listen, I'm going through that coaching right now that I paid 20000 to be coached right now for that. And I, let me tell you, it's, it's, I feel like I have to count every word. You know what I mean? But if you see me on stage, <laughs> you do, you do in that case, yeah. I mean, everything's got to be, like you said, so you on point to keep it. Yeah. Or they pull you or they close the mic. That's it. You know? We're done. <laughs> so... I, I, I applaud those who do TEDx. Some people have done three, four, five. They're my heroes because I want to do that too. But it's a hobby for me. Like it's something that, that I want to do. And I'll give you, and, I, and let, me, let me just finish with that thought, is yeah. that, you know, my best year paid speaking was 532000 I believe. And, but it, I made more because I sold also coaching programs and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, that was an amazing year. I also lived out of a freaking suitcase. But I'll tell you this. It's, I didn't need any of what people are running to get. I didn't, I didn't have a book that year, ever. I don't remember even. I, I didn't, no, I never even had a book. Even, I didn't even have a book in property management for that, for that year. I didn't have a book. And a website, I don't know what I had at that point. I think it's only my company that had a website. I didn't have a website. You know, like people are running to get all these things that they think are going to make them look good and they're paying for them instead of investing in themselves to buckle down and do the work to get paid as a speaker. Mm. I still very, believe very that interesting speaking- point. That, that right there is just, you know, I, audience think about that. And those that are that are going to listen later, I want you to that was just powerful. What you, just right there, what you said. We have about a little less than a couple minutes to the break, Orly. So if you want to just continue from there, this will be. This is awesome. Yeah, just just thirty seconds. Um, I just think that public speaking is still the best way for coaches to get clients, for speakers to get clients, for for business entrepreneurs to to get out there, get their message out. It's it's just still the lowest hanging fruit, but people don't want to invest the time to do the work. They prefer doing everything that will bring them magical business falling from the sky. It won't happen. It's, a, it's still a relationship-building type of business. Very true. Very true. I'd like to expand on that with the relationships when we get back from the break because I think that is so important. Like you said, people you know, get kind of locked into one area and then they don't really, they don't, they can't open up new doors because they're not putting themselves out there. And so true. Um, so we're going to, we're going to talk more about that later. Again, uh, we're listening right now. If you're just joining us to Orlia Moore again, she is a professional speaker. She runs a uh, program for a uh, business model for public speakers. You're going to learn more about how to contact her later here in the show and again, we got to go to break, but we got more to come, and you're going to be learning a lot more about Orly and how you can make improvements in your public speaking as a business or complementing your business. We'll be right back after this break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. 
You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back again. If you're just joining us here, if you are a speaker, whether professional, full, you know, aspiring to be full-time or using it in some way to grow your business, you are in the right place. Again, you can listen to the show in its entirety later today here at the Voice America Influencers channel. You can go to Sustainable Success on iTunes or Spotify or our Facebook page, Sustainable Success 2017. We're talking about make 150K in your first year of public speaking and beyond. And again, you're listening to Orly Amore. Again, she is a professional speaker and runs a program for uh, uh, public speakers to really take their business to another level, to treat public speaking as a a full-time business that you're making six figures or more. So, Orly, we, we left off from the last segment before the break talking about relationships and you know, this is such an important area. And if you could shed some insight to some of the people listening and those be listening later about, you know, the process with building these relationships, who should they be talking to and and so forth, depending upon whatever segment they may be, you know, uh, using their speaking. Right. So, Chris, um, as you know, I'm the only one in the world that guarantees on paper that you're going to make $150,000 in your first year of public speaking, or I work, I'll work with you until you do. So basically, you never pay me again, and I work with you until you do. So not many people can say they're putting it on paper. Well, oh, yeah. That's an awesome guarantee. No one does this in the world. And the reason I say this is because it's exactly to the point that we're about to cover. It's how to build those relationships with event planners so that they do contact you, so that they do respond to you, so that you don't send them an email that looks like a Megillah. Do you know what a Megillah is? I, I'm, I'm, I'm Jewish, so the thing is a Megillah is, in, is a really long scroll, and apparently it can cover the planet Earth. It's the story of Queen Esther in the Jewish you know, uh, Bible, mm. I mean, in the Old Testament. It's one of the longest stories of Queen Esther, and it's a very, very long scroll. So what, what, event, what um, speakers do is that they go and put in everything in the email. It's like, I call it verbal diarrhea. It's like, it doesn't matter yes. what it is. It's just totally long, long, long. Now, let me share something with you. It's a statistic. Actually, it's a real, it, it was done by the ABC, ABC uh, News, and it was, a statistic on the most stressful jobs in America, meaning uh, United States and Canada. Number one was military jet fighter plane pilot. Okay, that's one one profession. 
So the most stressful, 100 most stressful jobs. Number one, military, jet fighter, plane pilot. Number six was event planner. Mm. Think about it. You're going to send them an email that this long. Who has time to read it? Yeah. Do you think they have time to read it? Number, that's the number one mistake that people do. So if you're going to build rapport, send a short email and find out if they're the right person to talk to to begin with. What if they're not even the right person? You send that whole email and it's the wrong person. That person deleted it. And then what, what happens with, with speakers is that they get fed up because they, they did so many. Orly, I sent out 100 emails. I said, okay, but how many people responded? Oh, two. I'm like, okay, then you really didn't send 100 emails. You sent two. You see what mm. I mean? Mm-hmm. People think it's a, it's a numbers game. And then they have, you have those speakers that go on vacation. I had one guy anyway. Let me, but this happens often, so please don't get me wrong. This happens hundreds of times a day. A speaker went on vacation, but he contacted a few event planners well, before he left. And after he came back from his vacation, he saw that he had a few people who contacted him that wanted to hire him. Yeah? Isn't that a great thing to receive an email? Yes, we're interested in hiring you. So he got back to them saying, oh, I'm here. I went on vacation. I came back. And the response was, well, sorry, we hired the first three people that responded. Wow. Shocking. Yes. Shocking Shocking to him, not to me. And this is what I want to share with your audience. A lot of a lot of speakers are out there thinking about what does the audience want to hear these days? Maybe I should talk about that these days. Maybe I should talk about this. And yet, when you talk to event planners and you build those relationships, you will find out that it's not what you talk about. It's how you behave at an event that really matters. It's not your topic. It's not your title. It's not anything about you. It's all about them and their audience. And it's not even, you don't need to know your audience. Your event owner needs to know your audience. They know why they're hiring you because you showed up properly. You answered their email. You submitted what they needed in the format that they needed it in. That's the relationship that you're building. You asked all the questions in advance instead of contacting them every other day. Oh, what time am I speaking? When is this and where exactly is it the, um, the address again? What hotel is it? Oh, I see that there's two double tree hotels in the city. Which one is it? I mean, like, can't you do all that in one shot? You see what I mean? Building a relationship is not about just being nice. It's about being professional mm. and taking care of business. So let me play a game with you and your audience right now. You want to play a game for 30 seconds? Let's do it. All right. So let's say you and I are best friends, and we are actually, so it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're, we're the star. We're too bad about we can't get to Starbucks, right? <laughs> I know, right? That's my favorite thing. Okay. So you and I are best friends, and we, um, we're going to open a, a store, a brick-and-mortar store. You're with me? Yeah, I'm with and, you. And... Um, we have a friend that is a real estate agent, and that person found us the best location. So location, 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 we have it. Now we need the key to the front door. You're with me? We need the hours of operation on the door. We're going to need the name of the store on top of the door. You're, yeah? You're following? 
And then inside the store, we're going to need um, a, an alarm system. Maybe we're going to need a camera system. We're going to need a cash register, maybe uh, one of those computers or iPads for processing credit cards, right? We're going to need um, an insur- insurance for the store and probably a liability insurance as well. And we're going to get a bank account, right? We're going to need a bank account. And we're going to need uh, somebody to do the bookkeeping because you and I don't like doing it. You're with me? I'm with you. Did I tell you what we're selling in the store? Not yet. Because we, 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 we're getting, we're, yeah, we're, we're focusing on, like you said, we're focusing on that's the business the things of we, public speaking, Chris. That's yep. it. That's the answer. That's the business of public speaking. If you don't have your infrastructure, you're not going to get hired. So when mm. I see people's bios, it makes me sick to my stomach sometimes. And I'm not saying it to make it to, to make fun of people or to make them feel bad. I'm saying it to say it's not about you. Your bio needs to be in the format that the event planner wants to see it. Your whole infrastructure, everything, your forms, your calendar, everything has to flow as a business. And you've got to treat it as a business. You can't make two, three calls or, or send 10 emails and, and think that that's it. How do you market yourself? How many millions of dollars that Coca-Cola or, or any other business is putting commercials on TV for and all the other publicity that they're using money for? Why do they keep doing it? People are still buying Coca-Cola. Why do they need to still do it? Because you need to continuously market yourself. Nobody's going to come knocking on your door. And by the way, nobody's ever going to be again, you know, Tony Robbins and Les Brown, those names, Steve Covey and all these guys, once they're gone, they're gone. That, that's never going to happen again. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to be that much of a celebrity ever again, unless they're, you know, movie stars and celebrity athletes and those like that. Yes. But no more. This is not going to happen. Those people are not going to be called. You know, nobody's going to come knocking on your door. You've got to get out there. Mm-hmm. That's why I tell people not to build their websites. Nobody knows who you are. Why are you building a website? Nobody knows who you are. You know, if they're yeah. going to check anything, they're going to check your LinkedIn. And don't contact event planners through LinkedIn. They're going to blacklist you. I'm just giving you some tips and your audience some tips to the not the, the not to do. <laughs> Got it. And that's a, you made a great point there about LinkedIn. You know, LinkedIn's a great, great, great tool for, you know, a speaker. But then you made a great point about, again, reaching Everything. out to meeting planners through LinkedIn. You know, again, even if you have Navigator so- and you know, the yeah. in-mail, that type of yeah. thing. You, that, you just made yeah. a point like, God, that could be the death of, you know, you getting in contact with that person because you reached out to them there. <laughs> yeah, so, don't do it. So, uh, there you, you know, go. So, these are some great points that you are sharing here. We have about less than a couple minutes before I want to, you know, you know, let the people know, um, you know, more about how to get in contact with you early. In just to like in about a minute and a half, just you know, kind of summarize just some key points that you can you know leave the audience with today. What what, what they can mm-hmm. do right now to make a pivot to start taking public speaking seriously as a business. One is don't give up. You know, learn your craft. You know, keep working at it. Keep learning. You don't know everything. I still don't know everything. And let's just agree, you don't know what you don't know. 
Mm. And, and, and keep learning every single day. It's, it's a business. You've got to work at it every single day. I understand some people are coaches and they have clients to see and then they have the discovery calls to go through and then they have to post on Instagram and on Facebook and on LinkedIn and all that. But don't get caught up in all this. Don't get caught up in the minutiae. Make sure you have like a, a, a steady time limit on everything. I have a steady time limit. My clock ticks for uh, 20 minutes and that's it. My, uh, my social media time is over for 20, after 20 minutes. I don't allow myself more because I used to go on, the, on social media yeah. and three hours would go by. And I didn't see them go by. I used to go crazy. Oh, my God, where did the three hours go by? And I'm like, no, 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 this cannot happen. And so it, it became something that I needed to just incorporate into my life, but into, into a methodical way. And people who are methodical and who are organized yep. will make way. Wow, this is powerful. Orly, this has been a wonderful show with you with what you've presented and so much wisdom and i am looking forward to the on-demand version how can people get to know you better reach out to you and anything that you want to you know offer or point out for the uh uh, uh, listeners today and those listening later great so um well, for those of uh, for those of you who just want to know more about this business, and uh, maybe you can just go on my webinar. It's uh, orlyvip.com forward slash webinar. Uh, just sign up. There's plenty of dates and times that are uh, to accommodate. So orlyvip.com forward slash webinar, and uh, I share more statistics and more stuff about how much to charge when, etc. Um, you can contact me directly at Orly at Orly, uh, Orly at Orlyamore.com. You can get on my calendar. It's on my uh, website as well. And just have a free 20-minute consultation to see where you are and, uh, and what's going on and how you can work with me. I have two different ways of working with me um, if you're interested. It's not for everyone, but it's okay. And, and I don't mind giving you my time to give you some guidance and um and hopefully make you successful. This is a great business to be in right now, as well as, uh, you know, people are thinking because of COVID, uh, things have gone by. Uh, they haven't. There's still many events that are happening virtually, and, and those that have been postponed are postponed for later on in the year or for 2021, and many speakers will not be coming back. So this is the perfect timing for yeah. anyone who wants to really do this business and get serious to do it. Thank you, Chris, well, or, for giving me this Orly, opportunity. Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate thank it. We, we are so honored to have you here today uh, sharing you. the wisdom with public speaking guests. We want to thank you for joining us each and every week, the Sustainable Success Way. We'll be back uh, next week, right before 4th of July, July 2nd, with another great guest. Again, we encourage you to listen to today's show in its entirety on demand so this way you could go back and listen to what Orly shared we encourage you to go uh, check her out with the with the URLs that she provided to get on her webinar list and you know get to know her to see how she can help you take your public speaking to the next level she's the only one I know that offers a guarantee this is a no-brainer take advantage of it and again we'll see everyone next week next Thursday have a great day everyone Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.